Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonaco. I am the host, and I am on a movement to create this world a better place. If you are listening to this, please make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your tribe, because together as a collaborative, we can all do our part to create conscious wealth, create conscious communities, and to make this world a better place. Stay tuned for our next featured guest. I am so excited. Today we have not one, not two, but three phenomenal guests for the Wealthy Wednesday show. We have Stella Orange, who is an amazing copywriter. Rebecca Liston, who is a business intuitive. And Sarah Dew, who is an integrator at large. These three incredible, amazing ladies created Orange, Liston, and Dew Marketing Shop. That is a business incubator for coaches, healers, consultants, and business owners who love their work and they're ready to grow their business. So today I'm going to have Rebecca explain on how this trio got started so that you will understand who they are and what they can do to help empower you for growing your business. Thank you, Lucy. Um, there's a, there's a little, you know, always a little story, I think, behind every company. And, and for us, um, we had built um, businesses on our own, all three of us as individuals, um, successful businesses, businesses that worked, businesses that we loved. And I mean, I guess I can only speak for myself, but certainly it feels to me like at some point we each reached a decision that the things that we wanted to do um, we would best do in collaboration with one another. And we had been in various ways collaborating with one another, um, behind, you know, in a less official way for years in, in various different avenues, myself and Stella, you know, working with clients on their copy and Stella and Sarah's clients working together on their, you know, plans and strategies for their marketing. When Stella wrote the copy, like we've been doing all sorts of things in, in between time um, and just decided, I think, I think that's right. Would you guys agree that it was just like one of those things where you're like, you know what, I'm doing really great work on my own and I can do more great work if I did it um, as a trio. So that's kind of how it came together. Mine was less conscious, Lucy. I'll just say the two of them <laughs> met at my event and they got on like a house on fire and then they talked about collaborating and then they asked me and I didn't have a lot of forethought. I just said, yes, I know these two to be great collaborators. So Rebecca makes it sound quite reasoned out and like, <laughs> like stair stepped in and that was not how I experienced it. Um, so it's, I just, not, it's not really how I experienced it either, but it sounds, it sounds really nice. It sounds good. <laughs> Good. Oh, glad, glad truth is here now that's wonderful hello truth yeah <laughs> yes absolutely and, and this is this is a perfect example on how collaboration really works in the entrepreneurial world and and how individuals they get together they might have known each other they they just have this fire that sparks when they meet and they create these beautiful things and this is a part of how I love you bringing on the show because as an entrepreneur myself, I do a lot of collaboration with so many people, but it's mostly behind the scenes. And today we're going to bring it to the forefront. So um, I am going to let um, 
one of you decide on who wants to answer this. Um, so for the new marketing and using the words and the languages and the content and, and prospecting with the, the, the client's powers and competences, what, what exactly does your company do and how do you help other entrepreneurs? Um, I'll take that one. Thank so, you. Um, you know, we've got more than 30 years of business between the three of us, Lucy. And so I think um, one of the core values that the three of us share is having a really good conversation with both colleagues and your potential clients in the world. And I think one of the things, um, part of this collaboration fomented and came into being out of a frustration because, um, you know, we work in the online space and in the coaching space. And a lot of times people's marketing isn't about conversation or even relationship. It's about automation and like building like empires. And like, that's not what the three of us are most lit up by. And when we really got to talking and considering about what marketing can be, it's not just about selling something. It's about having a really great conversation that like helps people see a new possibility for their lives. And so, you know, from our three different um, experiences and skill sets and, and competencies, we started this conversation between the three of us. And we we're like, whoa. So for me, I, when I'm thinking about the new marketing, I'm thinking about let's not touch people's pain, which is conventional marketing advice, right? Let's not speak to where people, where like they are broken. Like that's messed up to connect with people on their pain and their brokenness. Like that's manipulative and that's predatory. Yeah. And so how can we take the idea of, okay, I want to spread the word about my business. And how can we do that in a way that speaks to people's power and to their competencies and really like calls them forth? And so that's what I look at as a word person and a copywriter. But like Sarah is looking at the actions. Like what are the actions that you're going to take to grow your business that are in line with your values? So if you really value other human beings and you value relationship, how are you going to make decisions in your business that put your values front and center so people can feel that you're different and you are who you say you are? There's not a smoke and mirrors thing happening there. And then, you know, Rebecca is about the new marketing in aligning the business owner with what she or he creates in the world. And we also like happen to work in an industry where a lot of people are told, oh, this is how you must build a business to be successful. And so a lot of our work in the new marketing extends out to business design and business models and how you price things and how you approach prospective clients. And so why are you giggling, Sarah, or Rebecca? I just love it so much. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. I just see your head doing this. I love what we do. Yeah, right? So it's, it's like, so there's that, but we're also greater than the sum of our parts. Like there's three women who are like hip to what's going on in the world who care about what they do. I'm not saying hip like we're cool. I'm saying we're hip. <laughs> um, and we're working together. And so there's something that, that's greater then that we can create together, that we can help our clients and our people create together because they know we've got this phrase, we call ourselves the beavers because it's hilarious. And 
beavers are the, the master builders of the animal kingdom. And that's how we think about the work that we do and that our clients do. And we have this phrase, beavers got your back. And so what's possible when we have one another's backs and not in a like, join my Facebook group, I'll have your back. Like nothing thin, but like deep where everyone in the community knows your name and what you stand for. And they know the work that you do. And there's the spirit of being in it together. So that's, you know, it started with this new marketing idea, but really this idea, once you start to look at what new marketing is, then it kind of ripples out into all sorts of decisions that we make as business owners. Exactly. And, and the, the old paradigm, as I call it, you can feel it dying mm. where, you know, where you had the, the competition where you had the, you know, focus on their pain and, and, you know, just keep poking that little bruise and, and, you know, make it hurt just a little bit more. So they'll take some action. And, and it's, it, it feels barbaric to me when I've had former coaches or seminars that I've gone to where they actually tell you that stuff and, and for an empath and for somebody who's intuitive and, and spiritual, that just feels wrong to me. And I really suck at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and I'm most of the individuals who listen to this, they, they, we're not good at trying to cause more harm. Is mm. a lot of sensitives are listening to the show, and they when when they feel somebody else's pain, they want to help the pain, not not increase the pain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And mm. we were, I think, mm. people like you and myself and and us as a group we were taught that and then if we said if we vocalized that this doesn't really feel good to me this doesn't feel right there's got to be a different way to do it mm -hmm. there was some shaming that went on in the communities that i certainly was a part of wherein well there mu i must not want it bad enough or i must there must there's something like a sense that there was something wrong with me for thinking that the model as as presented was wrong Right. It was really, it was not an easy, that was not an easy path to be on. I think for those of us who found ourselves there thinking, well, I guess there's something wrong with me because if I really wanted to build my business, I'd get over it. Right. I'd get over it and I would just do it this way that I'm being told to do, even when internally it didn't really sit right. Right. And many of us did try to get over it and you know, we, we plowed through and tried to follow the model. Um, it was not a comfortable time. Exactly. And, you know, from, from, from that point, your group is a blessing. Is there some tips or strategies that, that you can offer the individuals who, who are choosing this new model of marketing? I can take that. Yeah, I would just say keep an eye out for people who are like-minded and hold them dear and hold them close and talk to them. I think it's, um, there are lots of people out there who are now, kind of embarking down this road and there's lots of wonderful people and find your, find your tribe and do work with them and pay attention. You know, it's interesting as I go forward um, <clears throat> and have shifted, I have a lot of people that I've collaborated with for many, many years and I actually pay attention to what they send out now um, because I want to make sure that the people that I collaborate with are putting out a great message as well um, so that, you know, we're all, kind of having that same resonance, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that I'm not promoting somebody who comes at this at a very, from a very different perspective. So I'm very aware of that. And I would say that, you know, as a, as a company that we are mindful of that as well. 
because it does matter. You know, we are putting out energy and um, what we put out grows and we need to be really conscious and aware that we're putting out the, we're intentional about the energy we're putting out. Um, so yeah, I think find your people, stick with them, be, be aware of, you know, what feels good. If, if you're kind of at the beginning stages of this, just, you know, you'll read something and you'll know, like, oh, does that feel like, do I feel worse now for reading that? Or do I feel better? Or did you have an interaction with a business owner where you're like, gosh, you know, I don't know why, but I feel really icky now hmm. after that conversation, like pay attention to that stuff, you know? Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah, that's where I would start. Well, wow, that's really powerful advice. And, and so often when we're new entrepreneurs or we're ready to go to that next level, if we're already at the you know, $100,000 per year and we're looking at increasing to the multiple six figures, to the seven figures, when we, we want that so much, we, we sometimes we go back to that old paradigm of you know, follow the crowd. And I truly believe that that's, that's starting to fall apart. And one of the, the questions I would like to, to ask whomever wants to take it is, is what would be fun for you to ever actually create and, and how can entrepreneurs make it fun or make it less painful or, or you understand what I'm trying to get at? I'm actually going to back you up a little bit because what yes. you said a minute ago is actually quite interesting. Um, I would, I would challenge folks if you're listening and then you're resonating with that, ooh, I want to make six figures or I want to make seven for multiple, whatever your number is, and you really want to do that, I would take a minute and really sit down and ask yourself why. Yes. What is that? Because it's usually not the number, right? It usually has Correct. absolutely nothing to do with that. That's sort of like the thing that we put out there as, a, ooh, I know I want that because we have all of these ideas attached to what that means. But I actually am curious about what's underneath that. Like, why do you want, is it, do you want to serve so many people? Are you driven by wanting to serve on that level? Are you driven for the cash? Are you driven based on your work? Like, what is it underneath of there? Because that's the real driver. This stuff is all smoke and mirrors and mm -hmm. money and whatever. And it's great. But if you focus on what's really driving you, which is usually buried way, way, way underneath of there, that's where your power is. Right. And you may, you, you know, if you're called to build a giant empire where it is building lots and lots of revenue, it's going to happen because you're focusing on what's really important to you. Not this stuff. Correct. Correct. So Please. I think that's the thing that actually needs to be said a lot because in our world, it is not, no one talks about that. It's all like make seven figures, make, you know, six, make this. No one talks about the truth about it is the thing that's going to get you there is the love of your work, it's the love of your craft, it's whatever that is, that's what you have to focus on. Exactly. And, you know, for a lot of the individuals that work with me, their motivation is to create a legacy that will help sustainability, that will help other entrepreneurs, other individuals. And so the actual dollar amount isn't isn't what they're they're focused are they're focused on that but they're focused on it to create legacies mm. and if you're focused on it just for the the just for the sake of money your health will deteriorate or things just won't fall through or it just starts getting uncomfortable for individuals who are sensitives or entrepreneurs who are creating the new legacies the new the new worlds 
as we call it. And, you know, this kind of brings us into a little bit of financial maturity mm-hmm. on, on how we handle this. So who would like to talk a little bit about, you know, as we move out of the, you know, we've got to make this much, got to make that much into the financial maturity. How, do, how, does, how does somebody start looking at now we, we introduced the idea of the new marketing concept. We've introduced the idea of looking underneath what the dollar amount is. What's the financial mature, maturity? What's the next step? Rebecca, you want to take this one? Yeah, I think actually it kind of, it, I think even financial maturity links back a little bit to what you were just saying, Sarah, about like, what's your core, like what's, what's, what's the point? What's your, you know, what's your drive? What's your actual core drivers? What are they? Cause usually we have more than one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then reassigning value to that as opposed to the dollar figure, right? That to me is financial maturity. Right? So we're not forgetting our money. We're still paying attention to our money. We're still looking at our books every week and we're, you know, but it's, we're looking at what comes underneath it, which can sometimes be what it will bring to us when it arrives. Like if we had the income that we say that we want, like we take that away, what's the thing that comes of that? It's a, it allows us to create legacy, right? For example, maybe that's your driver at this point, right? But when, so when the focus is shifted to that, then this, the money piece of it, I think it becomes less about every dollar and every penny and more about the core. I actually think that is part of financial maturity. But again, I want to say, I don't think that that certainly doesn't mean we don't keep looking at our money. Like money wants our attention to its energy, right? We need to pay attention to that and have a good relationship with the energy of money Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but I think that's also part of it too. I mean, financial maturity is a big conversation, but I think paying attention to it, being mindful of how we're using it, right? And are we, in our use of our money, is it pulling us closer to this thing that we said was at the core or is it taking it, taking us away? Right? Uh, yes. So that's really I, I think of that in terms of that to me is a big part of financial maturity. I'm not sure if anyone else would want to add to it, but I think just making sure that you're utilizing it to support this um, and bringing, bringing you to it, not away. I'm yeah. Pragmatic. Go Sarah. Oh, good. Oh yeah. I was just going to say it's, it's really, you know, going of one of the, the topics that we talk a lot about around here is being in resonant energy in all parts of your business. Right. So um, <clears throat> a lot of the times I'll, we'll meet business owners whose money is just, it's kind of like their, the relationship with the money is kind of out of whack. It's, they're either been spending too much or, you know, there's not enough revenue or what's, you know, some things out of residence, right. With who they are. And it's not about residence for, oh, money always needs to be handled this way. Mm-hmm. It's actually very much tied into that actual individual business owner, the business itself, um, and what it needs. And so I think part of it um, is making sure that you're making financial decisions that are resonant with your business and with you um, and being mindful and doing it every week and having a practice where you go through and make decisions like what are the values, what is important to us, to the business, to myself and to the money and, and knowing what they are and then making sure that you are making choices that are in the same you know, frequency of choices because then like every 
I, you can't give the same financial advice to two different businesses. It's just not, it's not the same. That's true. That's so true. And really looking at the deeper end and whether or not they have some kind of a issue with money, whether it's a mental issue or a money story, et cetera, those are important. So can you, you have a free offering for the individuals that are listening to this. Um, Stella, would you like to talk about the free offering that you have for individuals listening to this show? Come talk with us. Um, we host a monthly talk that we call Coffee Talk, and it's a chance. Yeah, we don't even drink coffee, Lucy. That's the joke. <laughs> I never that. drink, I don't drink coffee, coffee either. But it's, it's in the middle of the day. We do it once a month, and it's a chance for for business owners to come and talk shop with us. So we usually have three business owners who apply for a love seat, and they come with a, a challenge or a question or a fork in the road. And then we do what we're doing here, which is we discuss it. And sometimes we agree and other times we're like, oh, I see this this way. And we kind of, you know, shake down to get a response or an answer that will move people forward. But you can come and just sit and watch and learn. Um, people really love watching these because they're authentic. We're just flowing from the dome. Like we're, <laughs> you know, saying, okay, this is what I think. And the chats kind of light up as people are kind of putting two and two together and figuring out how they can take this idea and apply it to their business. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes every, or I guess I should say every month, three business owners walk away with an answer to whatever's been bugging them. So um, that, do you want me to say the link? or do Yes, you, please do say that? the link because this yeah. is going to be turned into a podcast and spell it out if you can too. Perfect. Help, help me people. It's uh, StellaOrange.com slash coffee dash talk. So it's Stella Orange, which is S-T-E-L-L-A-O-R-A-N-G-E dot com slash coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E dash talk, T-A-L-K. Wow. And do you, is this every single month consistently at the same time, same yep. day? And which, what is that? Oh, you're asking me the hard questions. It's, I think it's the second Monday of the month, depending on, you know, we've got a Canadian on the team, we've got Americans on the team. So sometimes it shifts just depending on holiday. Okay. Um, but typically I think it's, it's the middle of the day. It's on Mondays. I want to say it's 1230 to 2.15, but I could be wrong about that. Eastern. Okay. Um, and then we post the days and times on the page so people can see, oh, okay, like I can make this time. And then we also broadcast them on our Facebook page as well. So people can just peruse the archives, see who we've talked to, um, and learn from there. Oh, fabulous. So this is recorded and it's on your, mm -hmm. can you tell us what is your Facebook page so people can check out some of your archives? And uh, yep, I would say, yeah, Sarah, do you have an idea? Uh, the Facebook page is um, Stella, or is Orange Listed and Do. So if you just look us up on Facebook, go to Orange Listed and Do. Um, you'll see a nice, cute little beaver icon, and you can go and look. And we have all of our recordings there for Coffee Talk, as well as many other things. We do a Beaver Lodge um, live that we do um, several times a month as well. And so there's lots of opportunities for people to kind of get caught up and get to know us. Oh, wow. And that's orange, just like you'd spell orange, O-R-A-N-G-E, Liston, L-I-S-T-O-N, and then do. A-N-D. A-N-D. D-E-W. D-E-W. Good. Good catch there. 
Is there any last tips you would like to leave with our audience before we say our farewells? I'll just say, you know, figure out what you want to do um, and, and find the people that are going to help you get there. Um, it's worth it. If it's something that's in your mind and that you're passionate about it, it needs to happen and it needs to grow. So find the people who can help you do it. That and is come see us on Coffee Talk because it's fun. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely come to Coffee Talk and, and find out the dates and the times on their website, as they mentioned. And if you have any questions, you can go to their Facebook page, and I'm pretty sure somebody's going to answer your posts if Absolutely. you post it. So well, I, I want to thank all three of you for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. This has just been so exciting um, that, that I was able to have you three who, who are making a new marketing paradigm and, and shifting the way that we are doing business. So thank you so kindly for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. Thanks for having us, Lucy. It was fun. Thank you, Lucy. Thanks, Lucy. Absolutely. And I want to thank you, my guests, my audience, for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday show. We have been running strong for over three years now. I am so excited that we are up to over 1,000 viewers per week. And I would like to remind you, share this with your friends, share this with your family, and share, definitely share this with entrepreneurial people that you know, so that we can give them tips and strategies every single week, so that you can grow your business and change your paradigm. So until next week, abundant blessings. Are you ready to change your money flow? Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? Well, let me tell you, my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends, your family, your tribe, and let other people know that the Wealthy Wednesday Show is creating a movement to make this world a better place, and we rely on you to get the word out so that we can create mass influence so until next time, abundant blessings.